Copa MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, howdy. Welcome in to another edition, another episode of the one and only RockyMountainATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. How in the hell are you guys doing out there today? Thank you for downloading this episode. And for those that are new to this show, thank you for coming on board and listening to all of my bull crap that I have to say on this show because I am the only one here in studio. And if you were to uh, put a camera on me right now, it would look really funny because I'm just talking to myself and looking at uh, some sheets about dirt bikes. More specifically... In this episode, this is all about the SR. If you don't know what an SR is, that is called a Special Racer, and it is a green machine. 2023 KX450 SR. All of these factory editions, uh, works editions, Special Racers, they're all coming out right now, and we're starting to test them, break them all down, and looking forward to riding all of them back-to-back. But right now, we're going to talk to you about what this green machine is all about in 2023, a little bit different from last year's version that Kawasaki had. So we're going to talk to you about that, talk to you about what the differences are between the stock and the SR, as well as what I've been riding lately, which is a stock KX450 with WP cone valve and tracks shock on my stock KX450. So we're going to break all this down, give you some prices, and let you know if the juice is worth the squeeze. But first things first, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, and free three-day shipping over 75 bucks. You guys should be going to KieferInkTesting.com right now, clicking on that RMATVMC banner right on my homepage. Like, you barely have to scroll down a little bit, and you click right on that thing, and that boots you right over to Rocky Mountain site, and you continue to live your life. You smile. You laugh. You look at your bank account draining because you're buying parts. But what that does, it gives us a snippet of what you guys are purchasing. It lets Rocky Mountain know you like this show and uh, that you appreciate it, and it helps them, you know, continue their sponsorship with this show. So thank you for the people that are doing that. I appreciate it. I can see what you guys are purchasing, and uh, thank you very much. If you guys want to get some new gear, not only does Rocky Mountain have it, but if you want to get a code and maybe get a little bit cheaper, right? KKMX35 will save you 35%. KKMX35 over on FXRRacing.com. They have all new Helium lineup. A2 limited edition gear is coming out next week. That's going to be awesome going to wear some of that next week in some photo shoots that I got going on. But if you're a lady, I got an even bigger discount for you ladies out there that ride. I love it. I'm not going to say it on this show, but email me, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com, and I will get you a better code than the dudes. And, of course, Mark over at REP Racing, REP Suspension. You guys want to get some stuff done? I have a special code for you, get you 100 bucks off of some parts, and uh, get you down the track or trail in a more comfortable manner because Mark over there is a wizard with a lot of bump sticks. Not only is he a badass with WP, but also he does a lot of Showa stuff, just like we're going to talk about today. So if you want to get over there on board from REP, which is inside AEO Motorsports over there in Murrieta, California, those guys are really good, and they brought a lot of key quality people over there from other race teams to build suspension, and they have been around suspension, so a lot of smart dudes over there, and uh, they make really great stuff, and they're new to the 2023 edition of the Kiefer Tested Podcast, so thank you to Mark and the guys over at REP Suspension, and my other sponsors here, of course, you can't forget these people, Power Motorsports, you might want an SR, they have them, special Kiefer Inc., testing listener, key for tested listener prices. 
You can email me. I'll get you in contact with David over at Power Motorsports. Works Connection, you might want some bits for your new green bike. Lit Pro, you want to lay those lap times down and shove them right up your friend's asses. Lit Pro is the place to do it. Blood Lubricant 6D Helmets. International Vet Motocross Race Series, used to be oldtimersmx.com. Dunlop Motorsports, get yourself some Dunlops. Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDun.com. And Decal Works is the official graphic company of Kiefer Inc. Testing. All of my 2023 sponsors. Thank you very much. All right. So that's my read. That's my spiel that we do every time we do this damn show every week. And uh, we're going to talk about this SR. So I went to Glen Helen this week, did a RacerX video. You can go to racerxonline.com, I'm sure, within a day or two. If you hear this, I'll try to post this up ASAP. But um, you can go look at the video version, which is about 15 minutes long. I brought my guy, Eddie Larrett. He is a 220-pound vet guy. He uh, blue-collar. Just He comes from a Kawasaki background. He has purchased a couple Kawasaki's himself. He likes the green bikes. He is currently on a gas-gas chromoly steel frame motorcycle, but he enjoys a Kawasaki. Uh, him and I bullshit about pricing, what the bike is actually like to ride, and just all the things that I'll cover here you know, via this podcast, but we'll do it on the video side over on racerxonline.com. So I spent the day over at Glen Helen. Give you a little bit of background about the track conditions that we've had here. I haven't actually been to too many tracks lately since the holidays, honestly, just because it's been so good from the house. Uh, if you guys don't know, I built a janky uh, grading slash ripper to the Jeep. R.I.P. Heather's Jeep. I know it was my wife's Jeep, but we managed to... <laughs> Uh, get a lot of rain in Southern California. So what that does, it gives me all different types of terrain and tracks to ride right from the house. I don't have to leave and go down the hill and fight Southern California traffic. I got sand tracks. I got clay-based tracks. I got intermediate tracks. Whatever it is, I got it all right here in the high des. I just miss moisture. But in the winter, we have the moisture. So for years and years and years, I wanted to build some kind of apparatus to the back of this Jeep and see if I can grade my tracks because some of them get really hammered, and it's tough to test because they're so whooped out and hammered that it's not the proper type of um, testing that you want if you're doing some suspension stuff. It's great for engine, but suspension's tough because you need realistic roughness. That's what I call the RR. The realistic roughness is what we see at your local tracks that are beat down all day. So I ended up jankifying. <laughs> That's what I call it. I jankified some ripper, me and my buddy. We came up with this idea, and we built some claws um, out of steel and uh, attached it to the, the the receiver portion of the Jeep, and I can drop it with some chains and hook it up, and then a couple people stand on the back of this thing because there's not enough weight. We're going to get a 2.0 version, but a couple people stand on the back, and we rip these tracks, and it's been amazing. So that is the reason why I haven't been to too many tracks lately because we've had moisture in the desert, and it's been really good for testing. So many hours have been put on motorcycles since the holidays. I think I have over 20-some hours between three motorcycles from the house. Most of that is on a Yamaha YZ450F. But uh, I think this is only the third time in about three to four weeks that I've been at a track, and that is very rare for me. So went to Glen Helen, met the Kawasaki folks uh, over there, Mike Chavez, Sean Borkenhagen, and Brad Pitts, all the Kawasaki guys, very friendly dudes, um, good people. I know some of you guys always wonder what the hell goes on behind the scenes with these intros, and it's not, it's not a lot, honestly. You show up, they have the bike ready for you, we shoot it statically. I have my guy Spencer Owens do all the video stuff for Racer X, um, and he shoots some statics of the bike, and then we go over some of the changes with the Kawasaki people, and then I go ride, and I may go circle jerk a little bit for the camera, do some video, get some shots, and then I continue on with my testing. So the video that you see on Racer X Online isn't necessarily me just shredding around doing laps. That's just me getting on the bike starting to warm up on the bike and uh, start the day, but nonetheless, get some video uh, while I talk and speak over the, over, the, over the action shots, I guess. So, And then we usually wrap it up about 2 to 3 o'clock, and we pack it up, and I'll type about it, talk about it, and uh, get that information back to you on first impression. So this is what that is. 
Glen Helen was amazing as far as moisture and ruts. You East Coast guys, I really try to pay attention to you guys because I know you have special conditions. It's nothing like what we have here. I appreciate the dirt that you ride in. It makes the bike feel totally different. I have ridden bikes that I don't like out here, but I can ride the bike that I don't like out here near you on the East Coast side of things. And just because of the way your bumps form and the and the feel of your dirt, the bike isn't as bad as it is here because of square edge, hard pack, trying to be on the lean angle of your tire, and it's just impossible because the chassis won't allow that. Sometimes when you have a not-so-great chassis, you can mask some of that with really good dirt. And you guys have some of that. So we actually had some of what you guys have here at Glen Helen because – what happens when it rains at Glen Helen Raceway, that sand, that all that that grainy stuff that's on the side of the mountains run down onto the track below, and it gets really soft and sandy and grabby, and it just has a lot of traction. So we normally don't get that in the spring and summer because it's always dry. No matter what the water truck can do, it can't do as much as Mother Nature. Mother Nature rules, and she makes tracks amazing, and... It just makes for a whole different level of fun for me when we actually get some of that here in Southern California. You can tell by the sound of my voice how excited I get when it rains out here. So on landings of jumps here at Glen Helen, we have big, tall braking bumps. We never get that. Great day for suspension testing. Kawasaki moved from KYB to Showa on the SR. Now on the KX450 side of things, the stock side the 9599 that's the price $9,599 for the standard KX you get Showa suspension stock in the 2022 KX450 SR you had KYB because they were going to push it as an Eli Tomac machine when Tomac was riding for Kawasaki and it's going to be the the Tomac replica well Comes to find out, he signed with Star, so they really couldn't push the number three on the bike and still had the KYB stuff on it because that's what Tomac ran, and it was really good. It was nice to have some KYB stuff. I've been vocal in the past, very honest with you guys here, that I prefer a KYB feel because it usually moves more in the stroke, has a little bit of a softer feel, and picks up some of that square edge shit that we get out here on the West Coast. On the Showa side of things, it has a little bit more holdup. It's a little bit firmer feeling, has a little more performance feel, but the comfort is a little bit down when it comes to back-to-back -back comparisons in the KYB versus Showa world. So the move over back to Showa, which is A-kit style stuff on the SR, um, is not a huge, it's not huge news to the SR world, right? Because that's what it comes with on the stock KX. So I wanted to break that down a little bit with the track being a little bit taller bumps, softer feel. The Showa stuff obviously felt better than I anticipated, so we're, we're going to talk about that. But the track itself lended me more information than I was expected out of this bike. Uh, what is involved with the KX450SR? So $12,699 is the MSRP, so you can guarantee it's going to be a hell of a lot more than that when you go purchase it at a dealership. Uh, again, Power Motorsports is my dealer that I do a lot of stuff with. David is a great guy. There's no bullshit over there. So if you're looking for a Kawasaki, let me know, and I could try to help you get the best price. But again, pricing on motorcycles, uh, I've seen better days, right? It's expensive right now. Uh, since COVID, they have gone up. Uh, I've seen Suzuki's that were, you know, 6800 bucks are now back up to $85.99. So it's tough to get a motorcycle. But nonetheless, uh, for what, $3,000 more, you're getting an X-Trig clamp, which is a fixed clamp. You can't flip it like the Rocks clamp, okay? You're still getting a split clamp uh, from X-Trig. Showa suspension that is coated. Obviously, you got DLC coating, you got Kashima coating, you got coatings on your shock shaft, and uh, it's more of an A kit style, you know, looking suspension. Because actually, if you just put a Showa fork up to an A kit Showa fork, it's not that much different. So the looks of it looks A kit. You're getting a Pro Circuit Tie Six, 
Uh, some of you guys want to, hey, what's the difference, Kiefer, between the Pro Circuit TIE 6 and the TIE 6 Pro? The TIE 6 Pro is an AMA legal um, core that's inside of that muffler, right? So it just sound is a little bit different, a little bit lower, and it's a legal AMA professional racing muffler. Now, if you're racing amateur AMA stuff, this TIE 6 is legal. It'll pass sound, although loud. We're going to talk about that. But that's the difference between the Pro and the 6. You're also getting a Henson clutch cover. There's no Henson inside of it, so everyone just chill down. You're not getting a full Henson inside of it. It's going to be smoke and mirrors. You're having a cool uh, cover that looks badass on the outside. DID STX rims. Um, you're also getting some headwork, port and polish in the head, as well as ECU settings to match the headwork. That's all done in-house in Japan. And a Renthal sprocket, a gold chain, and that is pretty much it. You're getting race-inspired graphics. Uh, you still have a stock seat cover. You still got stock uh, hard grips, which I think those two things should be changed for 2024. You should have a gripper seat cover, I think. And you should have at least some Renthal, because, you know, Kawasaki comes with Renthal bars. Why not have some Renthal glue-on grips that you can actually cut off or take off versus a vulcanized throttle grip that you cannot get off and it forces you to go <laughs> buy another throttle tube. I don't understand it, Kawasaki. You, you got to do something about that. That's ridiculous. It's horrible. Um, so that is the difference between the SR and the standard edition. So what about on the track? All right. So I've enjoyed my time on this Kawasaki lately because that's what I've been riding the past uh, 10 to 11 days. Although WP suspension, you guys are thinking that is super weird. It's not as weird as you think um, in Europe. Also, there's a Supercross team right now, the PRMX team that's running um, WP on their Kawasaki's. WP asked me to try some stuff to see if it's good on the KX450. I did. Uh, TCD, they asked uh, WPS TCD to do the stuff. That guy came out, which is a very good dude, man. That guy's a friendly guy. And um, for me, it was pretty damn good. Why is that? So off topic here a little bit. The WP outer fork tube, cone valve, is a thicker material versus a Showa or a KYB. So you're getting a little bit more rigidity right when you go to a cone valve fork. That doesn't always work when you go to a KTM, especially the new style KTMs, because it's a little bit more rigid. So you got to compensate with valving but when you have a soft nature chassis like the kx450 which has a lot of bump absorption has a lot of compliancy and small bump going to a little bit of a stiffer fork uh thickness like the cone valve doesn't hurt it as bad as if you did it and put it on a ktm so it actually helped cornering for me going to this cone valve fork it helped pitching so overall i've been putting a lot of time on this setting and i've enjoyed it now i hopped on the sr at glen helen and I immediately noticed, like, wow, much more dampening feel than the stock KX with the Showa stuff. Not as much pitching. The bike is flatter. Not as compliant on little bumps, little square edge bumps, than the stock Showa stuff. But I could be more aggressive with it. It has a firmer feel. It doesn't have a hollow emptiness like the Showa front fork and the stock KX450 does. So... Showa did a good job, I feel like, of getting a blend of comfort, keeping that comfort, but getting hold up. Uh, Don Maida from Swap Moto Live, he rode his bike. You can go check his his first impression out over on his site. We talked about he came over, and, and he's a big Kawasaki guy. He loves Kawasaki's. He rides that on his own time. He's like, hey, how do you feel about the KYB versus Showa? Because obviously his brother, Ross Maida, is the owner of Enzo, and has a very close relationship with KYB in Japan. So he gets a lot of KYB stuff on his Kawasaki once he gets them. Uh, and I honestly said, like, hey, man, I've been very vocal about Showa stuff in the past. This setting is actually pretty good. Uh, I had to back it off a little bit on compression on the fork. So I went one click out, and you guys are thinking one click. And I've said this on other shows here. Showa stuff is more sensitive to adjustments than KYB. KYB, I can do two clicks either way, and I can feel it a little bit. I do one click either way on a Showa fork and shock, and I can feel it way more than I can with two clicks on a KYB. 
So if you guys are making adjustments on your SR, do one click at a time. I promise you, you'll be able to feel that unless you're just completely degaff. Don't set your sag and you're listening to this podcast. You're not going to feel it, all right? But chances are high if you're listening to the show, you're a little bit techie like me and you like to tinker and one click is sufficient for adjustment. So I went out one click, softened it up, didn't touch the rebound, set the sag at 104, and then I felt like the rear was pushing the fork a little bit. Wasn't diving on the in the front end on D-cell, but I just felt like the rear was a little bit stiffer feeling than the fork on braking bumps. So I wanted to to get a little bit of a lower ride height feel without adjusting the sag, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go a quarter out on the high-speed compression, see if that helps, and that didn't. That made it worse. So for me, 175 pounds going out on the high-speed just made me feel like I had a flat tire coming out of a corner, and it just was inconsistent. It was washy on acceleration. So I came back in. Um, Borky and Chavez made the adjustment, went back into stock setting, and then I backed out the low-speed compression too. And then it actually had a little bit more compliancy off-throttle and then didn't hurt my acceleration. So not a lot of changes for me in one day. But what that tells me is the track toughness is better this year. Um, well, I shouldn't say this year. The track toughness on the Showa SR suspension is much better than the stock Showa stuff on the KX450. Um, Similar feel to KYB last year. So if you guys are wondering, oh, Kiefer, should I get a new one? Yes, absolutely. If you're worried about suspension differences, I don't think the Showa versus KYB feel would warrant me not buying a 23. Unless you're just adamant about some KYB and you can find a 22 that's new or low hours, then by all means try that. But for me, the Showa stuff on the 23 has better track toughness, and has kept a lot of comfort. I'm surprised. So kudos to the guys at Showa, and kudos to the guys over at the Kawasaki R&D team for uh, getting a better setting, because I'm sure they hear all this shit that I say or other people say, like, hey, Showa stuff isn't as good as KYB, and it's not as comfortable. So I am sure while they're doing this bike and testing this bike, they had that in the back of their minds, and they're trying to re retain the comfort of this Kawasaki. Because let's face it, there is not another 450, or hell, I'll just say it. There is not another motorcycle, motocross motorcycle, that has an, as much chassis comfort as a KX450. I'm sure if you asked other test riders of other manufacturers, they'll say the same thing. The KX450 frame is the baseline frame feel that most others strive for. Straight line stability, superb. Doesn't do anything stupid. Doesn't wiggle. Uh, it feels planted. Sure, the bike feels long. I've said it feels like I'm towing a fucking trailer at times because the bike feels long. But that also makes it stable and easy to ride when you're trying to push and go fast. So that hasn't changed with the SR. It still has that stable feel. I think it's better because it has more holdup so the chassis doesn't move as much, which I like. And you will be able to you know, setting your, your corner up and be on the edges of your tires, and that front end will still bite. With this extra clamp, it has helped the Area 1 cornering for me on this machine. Unlike a 22YZ450, when I tried an extra trig clamp, it made it rigid, harsh, and deflective. This doesn't have that feeling. Compared to the stock clamp on the KX450, this X-Trig actually helps me corner this long-feeling motorcycle. So an Area 1 uh, lean-in is much easier for me on the SR than the stock one. Area 2 still feels like it's a uh, it's a little front-end high, and I get, do get a little front-end push, but I also didn't mess with the fork height on day one. So hopefully if I do get this bike back at some point, which chances are very, very low that I do, they don't really give these out to many media members for that long. I think we try it one day. And if we are allowed to try them again, it's maybe for a week and they ask for it back because there's not that many out there. The guy who will get it, though, like I said in the Racer X video, is Don Maida because he likes to race Kawasaki's on his own time. So I'm sure Kawasaki obliges him and gives him a bike because, honestly, he's seen on a Kawasaki. So that says something. 
But for me, uh, most of the time, you guys know on my own time, I've been riding Yamahas, but I've been enjoying riding this Kawasaki, so that might change. But I don't see me getting the SR for that much longer than I already have. So I didn't change the fork height, but this X-Trig clamp, along with the new Showa spec suspension, does help cornering. Still isn't the best cornering machine available. Obviously, Honda takes that trait, but also Honda is very scary at speed. Um, I would say the new Yamaha corners a little bit better than the Cowie still, this SR. But it's very neutral. It doesn't, have a, it doesn't have a rear end steering feel. It's more front and rear controlled. There's not a front end bias or a rear bias. It's very neutral feeling. So um, you guys should be able to enjoy that. It's commercial time. Hang tight. 2023 commercials are right here. Save yourself some money. Chill down. Listen to these suckers. And you'll get some discount codes. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Team Green. Screenprintingdone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to screenprintingdone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase. Like, let's go, buddy. Or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. Screenprintingdone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free T-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! Screenprintingdone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. If you guys are looking for some great oil, the Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, it's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in. And I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check them out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar. But yet, I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm a currently using uh, SX Race Bend on my Yamahas. There is a brand new bend that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend. And that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So, protaper.com. They have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. 
Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA, the pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at kieferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months, all over the western United States. going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time, and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But, hey, you got to go do it. you got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But, again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and have some fun and get some gate drops. We are back. That wasn't so hard, was it? Don't be too mad at me. That was fun. Now we're going to talk about the KX450SR. Here we go. Overall, in general, the chassis is very friendly on lean angle, um, on the edges of its tires. At Glen Helen, I've said this many times, you're always on the edges of your tires when you're trying to set up wide to cut in, or you might not have a lot of traction when the rut starts because it's very hard packed, and all of a sudden you've got a shallow dish, a.k.a. rut. So this bike doesn't have the most front-end feel, but it does feel improved over the standard edition. So I will say that. So that is a plus. So if you guys want to rank that in dollars and cents, to me, that's worth about fifteen hundred bucks, right? Because if you want to get your stuff valved for fifty, it's going to be around fifteen hundred dollars for springs and valving, labor, all of that. So that's let's just mark that down fifteen hundred dollars, right? So we're halfway there between 
the SR and the standard KX450. Engine. The standard KX450 is easy to ride. It's very linear. Easy to ride coming out of a corner. Your pulling power is very long and linear. There's not a lot of excitement. How I explained it in the Racer X video is it's, it's like vanilla ice cream. Hey, babe. This is my wife. Hey, babe. Would you like some vanilla ice cream? Uh, yeah. I'm not going to turn it down. Vanilla ice cream is good. Nothing wrong with it. But you add some toppings to that vanilla ice cream or some brownie. Or remember magic shell? Put some magic shell on that ice cream. That is what this engine is like, this SR engine. It's just a little bit more meat. You know, if you ask for a cheeseburger, maybe you want a double-double. This is between <laughs> the SR and the kegs for the standard edition. It's just a little bit more meat, a little bit more pulling power. Still has that linear feel. Has more RPM response because of the muffler. So low-end crack and mid-RPM crack is more exciting than the standard edition. But as you exit corners is where you feel it with that meat, that torque feel. You're getting a little bit more. So whatever the Kawasaki engineers did within that, that head, right? And I haven't took it apart to look and see if it's ported and polished like some other magazines do. I want to I verify this. You know, what is it? Look, some of us got to have to take their word for it. If Kawasaki says it's port and polish, I'm going to try to take their word for it. All right? Hopefully they don't lie to me. But I feel it on the track. So whatever they did, if it's just polished, if it's just ported, whatever it is, I can feel it. And to me, that's all I give a shit about, if I can feel it. If I can't feel it, I'll tell you right here. Hey, man, it feels like vanilla ice cream. Doesn't feel any different. Feels like it just has a pipe on it. It's loud as shit. That's what I would say. But I do feel like you have more pulling power coming out of corners, and it is a little bit better as you shift in the third gear. And recovery, if you guys don't know what that is, recovery is when you're in the wrong gear, if you're lugging it, uh, and you got to go, ha, 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 I'm using two-stroke sounds because I'm old school. Ha, 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 that is recovery, getting back up in the meat, right? That is better on the SR as well. I will say the Pro Circuit muffler is, I'm not going to cuss, is loud. almost said F is loud. It's very loud. Like, can we put an insert in it? Can we do something? Oh, man, it's it's just very loud and raspy sounding. It sounds racy, but it's just loud. And I think some of that crack, that, that mid-RPM excitement, that low-RPM excitement, is comes from the muffler, obviously, and it's loud nature, open-hole core design. But I would love to have the TIE 6 Pro. It is a factory. It is a special racer. So why not have the pro exhaust a little bit quieter, the AMA legal? And I think, honestly, the bike would run better. It is a very loud muffler. I suspect that you put 10 hours on that thing, that's going to be atrocious. That's going to be loud. So it does work. It does give you more response, but it, it also loud. So if you like louder pipes, you're going to love it. Um, I started it up. It had 1.2 hours on it, and it was loud. I was like, wow, sounds like it has eight hours on it. So looks cool, works pretty good, just loud. So, yes, the SR does have more meat, more torque feel, more RPM response, more excitement, little magic shell in that vanilla ice cream. So it is a little bit better. So if you're going to rank that in dollars and cents, for me, that is worth 750 bucks. I'm going to lowball it because a pipe obviously is not 750 bucks. It's more than that. But with the the engine changes and the muffler, I'm going to lowball it and put 750. All right. So we have 1500 and 750. So we're almost at the difference between the standard edition and the SR, right? Um Little bits and pieces, of course. So now we got a little faster engine, a little bit more. I guess I need to explain a little bit more on the engine side. It still has great connectivity. Uh, the ECU changes that they made, because I didn't mark that in dollars and cents yet, but I will. Uh, the ECU changes that they made to mate the ECU to the head and the pipe. There is no D-cell pop. There is no dirty feeling, so that has to be noted. That is very tough to do. I have been a part of many ECU tests in my time that I think, hey, it runs clean, and then I go to ride the production version, and it's shit. So kudos to the guys at Kawasaki 
and whoever the the gentleman is that does the ECU settings, which is not an easy job, I may add. ECU stuff, I talked to Borky about this a little bit. ECU settings, those R&D days, it, it is a tough deal. It is It fucks with you, man, because it's tedious, it's small. You think you uh, can feel something, but eh, it doesn't really feel like much. You And sometimes you come back and tell the engineers, I don't feel anything. Um, when I sat down and talked with Borky and the guys at Kawasaki, if you have 15 ECU settings during the day, you might come back six times and be like, dude, I don't feel any difference. So it's just long and tedious days, very tough to do. So kudos to the guys mating that with the pipe and the head, and you do get that same linear long feel like the stock Kawasaki 450, but um, still has that real real, real connection and just has that more meat. So I don't feel a lot more over-rev and top-end pull compared to the stock one. I feel most of that enhancement, that magic shell, on the front side. So low to mid is where I kind of feel this, which I feel like this bike needed anyway. The, the stock one needs a little bit more excitement, although nice for guys that are not in shape to ride the stock KX450. I personally would like a little bit more excitement, and this is what the SR delivers. Um, we talked about the corner, and we talked about suspension. We talked about engine. Overall, sitting on the bike feels much like a Honda, very comfortable. There are adjustments you can make from the pegs to the mounts on the bars, uh, the seat, I wish I had a gripper seat, but it's not violent on my ass. I don't have to wear a chamois in my butt like I do on the Yamaha YZ450F seat because that is a nightmare. The YZ450F seat hurts my ass. The Kawasaki doesn't. It's more square of a seat. has nice foam. They will break down. Aiden, my son, rides KXs. His seats are smoked after about 20 hours, very soft, and then you're hitting the seat pan. It's not friendly to your ass then, but in stock form, very nice. I just wish I had more grip on my butt. Put a gripper seat cover on there, Cowie. So with the ECU setting, I'm going to say that's another 750 bucks because if you guys go get an ECU, which you can on your stock one, a Vortex mapped, it's going to be a grand. So let's lowball that. ECU settings because sometimes maps are $200 a map and uh, it takes some time and now you got that ma made it up to the muffler and the head so $750 um, for the ECU. Now let's add up that X-Trig. Let's lowball the X-Trig. You're getting a little bit better area one positivity front wheel positivity with the X-Trig so I'm going to lowball that. You can't buy X-Trigs for $250 but I'm going to put $250 because of the feeling. It's just a little bit. A little bit to me is 250 bucks. If someone says, hey, man, I'm going to give you a little bit of front-end traction, a little bit of uh, easy riding into the corner, I'm gonna, your bike's going to lay into the corner a little bit more positive, how much is that worth to you? I'm like, I got 250 bucks. Okay, thank you. There you go. Boom. Now I got it. Aesthetically, looks it looks sexy. Like I look at a new Kawasaki, I'm like, it looks awesome. I like, I, look, I like the way it looks. I like that it looks like the factory Jason Anderson bike. Put 21 on it. Use your legs. You know, win some races maybe. But regardless, it looks very nice. Does the Kawasaki stay that way for very long? No. It will look roached. Trust me. Kawasaki plastic does look roached after a while. Uh, I don't know if it's the sun or the mud or whatever, but it looks dull after 10 to 15 hours, and you might need some new plastic. But overall, the bike looks good. You're getting better rims. DID STX rims are great rims. If I'm going to an aftermarket rim for my other bikes, DID STX is the right rim for me because you're getting more strength but not adding rigidity to the bike. There is a lot of rigidity to be had if you're going to a stiff rim. Sure, not going to you know, wobble or bend, but you're going to have rigidity. I'm out. I'd rather have a softer rim and change rims more than get rigidity. So I'm going to lowball that and put 250 bucks on rims just because it's a stronger rim and I like it. Um, Renthal sprocket, we're not going to charge you. It's, a, it's an NC, no charge. Okay? Um, that is, for me, those bits and pieces is what should cost. That is worth it to me. So I'll pay for these little bits and pieces of the SR. 
So as I'm doing this, I'm going to bust out my handy calculator here, and we're going to add these up. 1,500 plus 750 plus 750 plus 250 plus 250 is 3,500 bucks. I'd even add this NC. You know, we have a lot of no charge added features to this bike. So $3,500. So that adds up to approximately the, the difference between the SR and the standard edition. If you're going to buy a Kawasaki and you're going to do some work to it, you know, this SR is very feasible to get because I feel like the cost is worth it if you are going to add to your KX. Now, if you're the guy that sits there and goes, Kiefer, I'm not going to do shit to my bike. I'm going to drop a 5.2 a spring in one of my forks, and I'm going to leave my stock valving just to bring my front end up a little bit, and I'm going to ride it. I'll be like, okay, man, you don't need the SR. But if you're going to do some shit to your bike, if you're going to put a muffler on, if you want to add a little bit more meat to your engine, if you want better suspension, this price difference isn't that much. It's worth it. I can't say that for other factory editions or works editions because maybe there isn't that much difference on the track, but there actually is quite a bit of difference in feeling between the SR and the standard bike. So I approve of the price and uh, the bike's feeling on, on, on the track. It's just it feels a lot better than the standard KX450. Now the next question is, is it as good as this WP KX450 that I've been riding? I would say it's the suspension to me is not quite as good as what this WP stuff has given me. And and that is only in high load situation. I can really come into uh, the corner harder with this WP stuff than the Showa stuff. But again, it's been valved for me. Um, it's, it's a little bit more looked after. It's actually pro components versus stock A-kit-ish stuff that comes on the SR. So, of course, it's going to work a little bit better. The next question you're going to ask me is, what about this bike? Is you, does it make you want to ride it? What about when you go race it on the weekends? Is this bike going to be the one that you pick to go race? As of right now, no. I just need more time on it. This Kawasaki has a lot of features that I like, but I also would like a little bit more cornering feel um, from my front end. I'm a big front end steering guy. I need my front end positive. Um, this is a very neutral bike. I just would like a little bit more front wheel biased. And to me right now, the Yamaha YZ450F has a little bit more front wheel biased, but I'm going to tell you right now that YZ450 is not as stable as Kawasaki. So if you're looking for some stability, I would choose the Kawasaki just because it, it is stable. It's not going to be violent to you. It, It'll be very friendly. Um, you'll be able to go home to your wife and have a conversation and take her on a date because you're not going to be laid up um, because you made a mistake and the bike's going to screw you over. This Kawasaki will take care of you. So there is that. So I'm going to spend some more time on it. I'm going to spend some more time on my standard edition. If I do get the SR, I'll let you guys know and we'll evolve some of this testing and I'll do another podcast or you'll see it on my website. That's what we do here. Remember, these are first impressions. These are my honest thoughts to you guys out there after riding it for a full day. I put two and a half hours on the bike. That is what we did, and I'm giving you the information. So as you read my stuff over on keyforinktesting.com, you may see the reviews evolve as we go. You will see the title, First Impression. You will see uh, the title, Living with the Whatever Bike, or 30 Hours on the Whatever Bike. So... They will evolve as I figure some more stuff out, get some different settings, maybe get more comfortable. That's no different than what you guys will be doing at home if you have this motorcycle. You know, if I called you up, hey, Joe Blow, man, how's the bike? Well, man, I only spent an hour and a half on it today. Here's my first impression. This is what we're doing right here. I'm giving you some information. Hopefully, that'll help you, guide you in the right direction. So, overall, better Kawasaki. I would rather have this bike, the SR than the stock bike. So you never know. Maybe in 2024, we will see an all-new KX450. Maybe I'll get a little bit more front-wheel feel. You never know. I feel like it's that time where we're going to have a new KX450. So for me, it's exciting times next year. 2024, big year for Kawasaki, and we'll see what they bring to the table 
There's a lot of Kawasaki lovers out there, man. And as far as reliability goes, uh, I can say this on on something that I can actually talk about because I live with the KX250 a lot, being that Aiden rides the shit out of them. The 2023 KX250 has been day and night better in reliability than the 2022 version. We have 40 hours on the KX250, which will be there'll be some more information over on my website about that. But all we've changed is clutch plates. No valve checks, no piston, no nothing. And this is what we've been doing. So we're going to go do a top end at, I think we're going to do one next week. And then it'll be probably around 42 hours. So, but it's been really good. I couldn't really get that out of the 22. I had to do a timing chain, a top end, some clutches. And so it is better. So this KX450, you just got to be really careful with threads and bolts. Make sure you grease your threads a little bit. Grease your bearings. If you take care of it, it'll take care of you. Really haven't had that much trouble in a long time with the KX450. At one time, I've had cranks go bad on KX450s and went through the engine. But that has been four years ago. So, let's hope these parts are a little bit better. Right now, I have 25 hours on my KX450 here, the standard one, and no problems. And I haven't even put a clutch in it yet. So, that says something right there. I go through a clutch on the YZ450F um, at 16 hours on the new one. So, there you go. So, there is some, some quality within Kawasaki. You just got to make sure there's some quality within your wrench hand. Because uh, not all of us, I'm guilty of this as well, I'm, I'm not a great mechanic. I'd rather ride. So sometimes I neglect shit and I just go riding. We can't do that. I can't do that. So you got to pay attention. A little bit more love to the Kawasaki. It's like a super hot woman that needs more attention just to let her know that she's super hot. That's what you got to do with the Kawasaki. She's like a model, like a hot model you got to pay attention to. Um, that's all I got for you guys. KX450SR. You have any questions? Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Happy to help you guys. Our door's open. Go buy some merch, please. There's sweaters, shirts, hoodies. No hats yet. Heather's lagging. Um, there's a shop area on our website, or you can email Heather at KieferIncTesting.com. And if you're a young lad, you got some teenage questions, uh, anything about... Uh, Teenage Things, Riding Dirt Bikes, Aiden, A-D-E-N, at KieferIncTesting.com. It's a family affair over here, and our doors are open for you guys to uh, share your information or ask questions, whatever it is that you guys want to do. Don't forget RacerXOnline.com for the video side of things, and, of course, PulpMX.com for everything else because we do all the other shit over there on PulpMX. <laughs> um, hopefully I'll see you guys at a track and uh, maybe at a local Supercross if you guys are going to those near your hometown. That's going to be exciting. We're going to have a bunch of live shows this year as well. And uh, I'm off to Minnesota to go do the FXR dealer intro. That should be fun. So if you're in Minnesota area next week, maybe I'll see you there. And if not, I'll see you at the track. Have a good weekend.